0: Hello everybody and welcome to The Sam's Report. It is, it's Friday. It's Friday. It's almost Halloween. Um, and yeah, good stuff here. Good stuff here today. It's been another kind of crazy week. We had Xbox One X stuff happening. We got uh, Andromeda stuff happen. We've got, I've got a new machine actually is exactly what I'm on. Uh, as I alluded to last week, I'm now running uh, this podcast from an AMD Ryzen Threadripper 1920X and uh, it's actually got a 1080 Ti which is a little odd because AMD sent the machine to me and it doesn't have their new uh, video cards but apparently from the comment section it's that those cards are extremely hard to find and I'm guessing because it came from a system builder that said hey their top-end card isn't available Uh, we're going to ship them an Nvidia top-end card and so yeah all running on this machine It's going. It's going well. Actually, I showed this up a little bit before, but look, you can actually see it. There it is. If you're listening to the audio-only portion, this will make no sense. But uh, there's the PC with a bad reflection on the piece of glass. Maybe one day I'll take that off, but not today. Uh, This thing's a beast. 64 gigs of RAM. Yeah, 64. That's LED on there. Uh, LEDs on the fans and everything. Water-cooled radiator and... um, all sorts of good stuff all sorts of uh, deliciousness and so yeah I mean it's so far it's good it's still early this is going to be one of those interesting uh, reviews because I actually think this is going to get better the longer um, the, the longer this thing goes on I, I really do because think about it Windows 10 Windows 10 isn't I mean it's good for multi-core but it's not perfect right it's not perfect And uh, AMD is getting a little bit better with their stuff, they've got to get it optimized. And so, kind of as Windows matures and gets better for multi-core scenarios. Uh Uh-oh, something happened with the stream. Hmm. Let me see here. Well, shit. (laughs) We're going to have to edit all this stuff. I'm trying to see. Oh, it's like it's really low. Hmm. It's set on 1920 by 1080 Why would this be? I don't know. This is what you get with a new setup. I don't know why it's artifacting. I wonder if it's just for some people, but that's more of a concern than anything else. Mm -mm -mm. I was watching it there. Da, 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 da. What happens? Yeah, it is kind of shitty. I don't know. Where's the bitrate in? <laughs> the bitrate is 724 kilobytes per second. I don't know if that's good or not, to be honest. I probably should know that. Bleah. Yeah, I see it on the playback that it is. It's like um, it's like it's checkerboard streaming live. What? What is going on here? Why would this be happening? Fortunately, this is all recorded locally, so the upload should be better. But YouTube output, oop output settings. Oh, it's what, why would that be? Uh, I wonder what. I wonder what this is gonna do. Let's see if that changes anything. I jacked up the bitrate. Does that look better, anybody? It looks like it's better on my end or uh, so I'm watching my own thing. Yeah, back to normal. Oh yeah, Jesus. So, it was definitely the bitrate. Um, I wonder how, well, you know, since we're screwing with things. Let's see how high we can make this thing go. I don't, I don't know what is. <laughs> this is, uh, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. I'm trying to, I'm. I'm jacking it up. I'm going to, I've got a good upload. So let's. We're going to do 3600 bit rate. <laughs> the joys of a new machine. The fun part is going to be, I don't remember what I was talking about. So now I'm going to have to edit this thing, uh, splice it together. <laughs> uh, well, let's hope that that, that makes things a little bit smoother. Cause it's now, yeah. I don't know, that's hopefully better. Alright, back to the show, shall we? Back to the show. So, I guess we'll just have to rewind that a little bit. So anyways, so AMD sent me a sheen and it has an NVIDIA which seems a little bit odd. Uh, You would think that they would send their high-end chips but people in the comments tell me that those are hard to find and there we go. So anyways, it is a brand new machine, 64 gigs of RAM. All good stuff, all good stuff, all fun in the hood uh we're gonna we're gonna run this thing over the long haul at least for a little bit because I think Windows 10 and amd are going to get better they're gonna get better because they're gonna optimize right this is a 12 core processor Windows isn't really designed I shouldn't say isn't designed for that uh, but it's not so much optimized for it I mean it works don't get me wrong I could try to throw workstation on here but I don't I think you have to have an opatron which is uh, not this chipset to make that, you know, to get the full capacity out of it. And we'll see, I, I, crunching this video after this podcast will be interesting, especially editing it now that I've got to chop some stuff out. Uh, if you're listening to the replay, there was a bit rate issue, but I think we got it fixed. Maybe, I don't know, this is a brand brand new setup. And uh, I just wanna throw one thing out there. I got a lot of crap from people, like more so than usual. Every time you get a review, you get it. every single time somebody sends, when I got this, somebody sent me a message that said, hey, Microsoft's just trying to buy you off because they're sending you hardware um well first off everything here is a loaner in they could ask for it back like none of this stuff is mine. um I, I ship a lot of things back i've shipped a couple service books back but whatever the, the a point of this is is that if they didn't send stuff to people they would never get reviewed because for example this computer i think is about thirty five hundred bucks would i have ever paid thirty five hundred dollars for a new computer hell no um if they want people to understand the performance of it they got to ship it out and then somebody asked me why i'm not comparing it to the latest intel chip like an an i9 it's like because i I don't have money (laughs) like i I have an i7 6700k over there i'm not going to go build an i9 machine um, for the sake of comparing it because again something about money and mortgages and children uh, don't all go together but um, just know i'm pretty sure i'm going to be sending this machine back here and uh, that's just kind of how reviews go you sign a loaner agreement and then you don't own it like if I was selling this stuff for money at the end, I think that'd be really weird. But anyways, uh, hopefully, like I got, if it's seriously like eight or nine emails, people just like saying, ah, AMD is buying you off. It's like, you know what, if this thing sucks, I'm gonna tell you it sucks. I think it's funny they didn't even send their own um, graphics card, but you know what? We're gonna take it for, for what it is and run with it. Uh, I'm also using this machine as a gaming machine because why the hell not? And so I bought a new mouse. So uh, I'm a little terrible when it comes to gaming. So I've gamed on the Xbox One for ever, for a very long time. Xbox, I've been a PC gamer a little bit, but I'm kind of really getting back into it. So I bought, oops, am I going to do it here? I think this is the Logitech G, like 502 thing. It's actually a really nice mouse. And I understand why people say you do need a gaming mouse because it's absolutely true. One thing I really like about this one is they let you put weights in the bottom. And so, whatever. Uh, And then I also bought these guys. Uh, These are the Razer headphones. These things are a piece of shit. (laughs) <laughs> I might be sending these back um, they for as much as they cost they are I mean, like there's not a single piece of metal on here and they just feel incredibly cheap like incredibly cheap like I don't think these things would stand up to like one rage quit session I really don't think they would we'll see if I keep these things or not uh, I mean like they just they feel weird uh, uh, like, they look like they're really super premium. I mean, you they throw them on your head and you're like, yeah. But uh they're pretty cheap. Yeah, I would not recommend those. The Logica mouse would recommend. It feels very nice, but um, not, that, not that one. So, anyways, going to be running this Threadripper machine for quite a bit here. And just to kind of see how it performs in the workflow. I need to do some game streaming. I'm playing PUBG again. Well, I've always been playing PUBG, but I'm playing it again quite a bit. And one of the, the key scenarios that multicore processors are supposed to shine in are when you're streaming for example because you've got to run the game which i run at 4k so that's pretty taxing on the system as it is and then you're uploading to mixer which uh you know i, I think you can do at 1080p and so you've got that stream going you've got x split running which is what i use to podcast and that is pretty intensive so it really taxed the system on the old one the 6700k with a 980 ti uh it would it sounded like a jet engine was taking off in my house, it absolutely was. And so this one seems to be doing a little bit better. i will be curious to see when I throw it into the streaming of the games, because that is pretty close to, uh, pretty close to, to maxing out uh, capacity. Rendering video is also very hard on a system, but it's not as easy to quantify because it's only one application. And so when you get the multi applications running that are very intensive, that's when these multi-core processors should, in theory, start to show, show their power. Um, primarily because this machine showed up and also because I paid a whole bunch of money uh, to repair my car and fix my house. Um, I had to cancel my Xbox one X order. I didn't give it, I'm not getting a review unit. I, I didn't ask for one. Uh, I'm not, not too concerned about it. Mostly because it's 500 bucks. I, I'm very curious to see what the reviews are going to be. Uh, I suspect I will end up buying one. It, it's not a bad machine. I totally get why anyone would buy one. I have one pre-ordered for many months, but I Finally, just can't. I mean, just because if I want 4K gaming, there's only let me let me even quantify that. There's two games I play: Destiny, which I'm not playing right now because there's no good content for it. I'm, I'm I've reached end game, on level 305. There's nothing left to do. And I also play PUBG. And PUBG, which is player unknown Battleground, for those who don't know, is on the PC. That's where it got its start. It is coming to the Xbox, but I'm already playing on my machine at 4K with about 70 frames per second, and so. The only reason I wanted an Xbox One X is to have PUBG when it comes to the Xbox at a higher frame rate, which I'm already getting on my PC. So, uh actually Paul put it pretty well. Like it's the difference between 0 and 500. That thing will still play PUBG on Xbox with all my friends, but um yeah, I just I'll eventually get one just not for 500 bucks. So, there you go. Uh, also things that happened. So Microsoft announced earnings. This is actually really good. Microsoft had a very solid quarter. I think if they were up 12%, uh, their stock was over $80, at least in after-hour trading. So I think it even hit 81. Um, but Microsoft announced $24.5 billion in revenue with a net income of $6.6 billion. And for the financial non-savvy people listening, net income is the big one so revenue is obviously important but net income 6.6 billion that's how much money microsoft had left over after it paid all of its bills so that means they made they added six billion dollars to their bank account last quarter uh the other interesting thing is that their annualized run rate for their cloud services which they kept saying would be 20 billion i think by uh the end of in second half of fiscal year 2018 for the company, if I believe I'm correct, it doesn't matter. They hit that, they hit it actually ahead of schedule and and they said the annualized run rate is 20.4 billion. Uh, We don't actually know the exact Azure revenue, but estimates are around like one to one and a half billion. But whatever it is, Microsoft hit their cloud run rate, you know, people applaud, it's like, yay. But it doesn't really mean much until they really start telling us how much Azure is doing and not all of the cloud services they get bundled into that annualized run rate. Either way you look at it though, Microsoft's cloud services platform is a lot, makes a lot of money. Now Rambling Geek says, Microsoft SharePoint, price right? SharePoint, that's a platform. Uh, Share price right now is 85, $85, Jesus, man. Uh, for not long ago it was in the low 20s so you know you can love or hate Nadella he is uh, he's driven that stock price because yeah um, things that weren't mentioned in the release groove obviously dead Um, connect which is also dead we'll talk about that here in a minute windows phone I think they said it's like 315 million in revenue I'm assuming that's all coming from licensing and so that doesn't really matter either um surface though surface little surprise here surface had a really good quarter right uh back over a billion i think it was 1.3 1.03 billion I, I believe if i'm correct which is good that's good for microsoft it's not a surprise it was up from the previous year over year but that that should be because microsoft announced the surface laptop and the surface pro so they had a good year or a good quarter now that being said uh, surface has been floating around the billion dollar price point or price quarter price point for a while and so we we really want to start to see is them consistently getting above a billion dollars they on the low end it's usually 800 million and on the high end it's about 1.1 billion They, they float in between that range so what we need to be looking for to see how well the surface is doing if is if they can get above that threshold that's that's where uh you'll start to see like real growth in their hardware segment i don't know how long or if they'll get there or what their strategy is but that's where it's at right now Uh, And then also 53 million Xbox Live users. So year over year from Q1 of 2017. Now this is Q1 of 20 micro or Q1 of Microsoft's fiscal year 18. So 53 million uh, active Xbox Live users right now. Same time a year ago, 47 million. So that's up quite a bit. What about 6 million or so? Now granted last quarter, it was 53 million. So quarter versus quarter, not a lot, but typically the better metric is year over year. And so they're up quite a bit from that. And then also uh, on the Office 365 side, 120 million plus now commercial licenses, and I think it's 28 million uh, consumer. So yeah, Microsoft is in a very healthy position. Not so much with the consumer. We'll see what the Xbox One X does, anything, although we won't know that information for quite a while. Uh, That'll take, and I suspect it might be, again, relatively low volume. I can almost guarantee it's probably pretty low margin. 500 bucks, I don't know. I don't, I don't I don't know how much overhead capacity they're going to have in there. But, uh, yeah, it, it, any way you put it, a good quarter for Microsoft. So, um, there you go. Uh, other things happening this week. So, I th- was th- kind of somewhat predicted. I talked about Andromeda stuff last week, and then st- people started writing up this week. If you listen to last week's show, you already knew all that stuff that was written up. But, um, yeah, so here we go. So Andromeda, people are hearing the same things. It's a folding courier courier type device. It's going to support pen input. um, And it's possibly coming as early as next year if they ship it at all. Granted, this is a big if. Microsoft may not ship this thing at all. Uh, Walking Cat discovered today, which I believe I talked about last time, it says, hey, look, it's going to support uh, making phone calls because I'm pretty sure this thing is running on ARM. At least they have ARM prototypes running this uh in this hardware setup. So you're looking at a foldable courier type device running ARM, which we as we know supports LTE, which supports phone calls. We hear other people saying, hey, look, it's gonna support pen input, which I, I told you you guys this is coming. And so this is a good reason why to listen to the podcast. But uh th- the real reason why I didn't write it up is when you only hear like, hear things from like I'll call it one and a half sources, I want to be damn sure that I have the full story before I write something because that's the definitive like everything. But everybody else is hearing similar things. And so there you go um i'm still harping down or lock trying to lock down a release time window it's not happening this year don't hold out for that um next year at the earliest and so they're not going to release this thing if they think it's going to be a dud microsoft can't take that chance uh on the same time same point they also need to build to true to the surface brand where they build hero type products like the surface laptop with windows 10s uh, like the ultimate desktop back here and a bunch of other stuff Uh, It needs to be category-defining, which is why I think they would release it with ARM uh, when that starts coming around. Which is, again, the next question is, where the hell is ARM? Uh, We've been hearing more noise about it from Qualcomm and all these uh, multi-day battery life things. But the fact that they're not announced yet uh, makes me believe that if and when they come out this quarter, Microsoft and everybody keep saying they're coming this quarter, it's going to be pretty low volume. It's going to be pretty niche, would be my guess, for now. Uh, I'm guessing maybe 2018 is like the year of ARM, if you want to call it that. And so, yeah, here we go. So, you know, we're waiting on ARM. I I, I fully believe that ARM is the future for the desktop component, uh, at least for the low lower end computational tasks. Like, I don't think I could run this podcast and do all this stuff on an ARM chip, at least from what I'm hearing. Not yet. Uh, eventually, maybe because they're you know cheap enough chips that they just might slap ten of them into a computer or whatever. But uh, yeah, Uh, Charles writes, he says, 2018, it's called the Surface Note. Um, It could be. I've heard the name Folio tossed around. And we'll see. We'll see. This is clearly where Microsoft's a lot of energy and efforts are going right now is into this ARM arm scenario which makes a lot of sense apple's doing really well with arm chips um google uh, i could see potentially really doing this stuff google announced their er, the reviews for their pixel book came out and they're pretty good uh you know they've got software issues but the hardware looks great and so uh, i'm really bullish on arm i i want to see how this is going to transform what microsoft is doing their their hardware and their partners because Uh, Up until very recently, everything's been like Intel, Intel, Intel. And now, look, I'm podcasting from a Ryzen machine because AMD is back in the game. AMD actually just announced laptop stuff, mobile chipsets running Ryzen-type scenarios or Ryzen um, uh, schematics. I can't think of the frameworks or whatever the hell you want to call it, chipsets. And so, yeah, uh, I think... I think AMD is going to be putting a lot of pressure on Intel. And the best thing for us as consumers is ARM to start putting uh, pressure on Intel. Because if you remember, that's how we get these really powerful Intel chips. is because AMD and Intel were like butting it out. And then AMD kind of got screwed over by Intel. You know, there's some lawsuits around that. And then they kind of went away and now they're back. And so this is the best thing for the consumer. This is how we're going to move forward. I, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this is going to play out. ARM, AMD, all this stuff. Microsoft's new mobile kind of adventure here. Uh, again, I'm still hearing it's going to be low volume, that, that super high-end kind of Surface mobile device. But it makes you wonder what they're going to price it at. I mean, realistically, the iPhone X cost 1000 bucks. So you've at least got that type of a price range. It, this thing can't... Uh, I mean, it could cost 1500 bucks, but I, ew, I hope not. And so we will see. We will see what happens here. I'll be very curious to see how this plays out out what else do i got going on uh other good things happening uh fall creators update is already on over five percent of windows 10 pcs Uh, it seems like a lot of people are getting it this brand new machine is already being offered i meant to install it yesterday but i forgot because i got stuck with other things and then uh as we noted to earlier the connect has now been discontinued so take it you know it never really reached mass market uh, it was as soon as they unbundled it from this thing it was kind of the end of it because then developers didn't need to build for it it never really i mean i shouldn't say it never really did it, it broke out of the gaming segment a little bit but it never really had that wide dramatic impact i think microsoft was hoping for because it was a unique play into uh, computing without actually having to use a mouse and keyboard that that was kind of the big drive right and um, as we know now it 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 worked in some like hospital scenarios and educational environments, and it still has a use. Don't get me wrong, but it's not going to be the next smartphone. It's not going to be the thing that everybody puts in their house to change everything. Um, some people are saying, Hey, it was kind of the driver behind AR and VR. I I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I definitely think you can argue that some of that tech is in HoloLens and, uh, it helped kind of drive the foundation for that. But for Microsoft, it's not going to be a major business anymore, unfortunately unfortunately. All right, bunch of questions this week. Bunch of good stuff this this week. All right, let's go. Uh, Adam Corbly says, one of my tweets, but I think it deserves a shout out discussion. Ooh, uh, in what world wasn't it worth making an Xbox dongle to allow streaming to a smart TV in Cortana available throughout the home? I'd pay for this now if it was priced under a hundred bucks. So what he's talking about is the... Not rumor, because I know it was real. I've seen it before. Uh, The Hobart device, which was an Xbox media streaming stick. You plug it into your TV, and then you could game cast to everything. And so what it allowed you to do is, uh, like if you're on your computer, or, or you could take your Xbox and stream it to like that TV back there without actually having to connect with wires. And so, yep. Yep, yep, yep. There we go. There we go. Uh, now the question is, why isn't Microsoft making it? I, they canceled it, they were going to order 250,000 of them. And I don't know, they, they killed it at the last second, right after E3 2015, 2015. I was trying to think in my head and then talk at the same time, which doesn't really work so well because I'm a, I'm not a multi-threaded brain. Now, I, I don't know if they're ever going to bring this thing back. I get asked about this thing probably twice a month. Uh, and here we are again. I do they should they make it? I think they do. They need something. They need a lightweight iteration that connects to the TV because it's hard to argue that the Xbox One S is that even though it's only an, on a steel you can get it in like the mid-hundreds, sometimes used even a little lower, but that's still expensive and people don't think of this thing as a media box. They think of it as a gaming console. And I don't know. Hey, I, I I hope that they would. Uh, bring it back uh simard 57 says says since 1709 it seems that at times hello isn't working i have the specter x360 and after lifting the lid at times the camera doesn't activate any idea how to diagnose i'm thinking that the os had a camera locked to another application but is it anything i did uh here's what i'd recommend i've had some luck with this is disabling and re-enabling windows hello um good that would be my recommendation and see if that fixes anything but I personally don't use Windows Hello on a lot of things because I find it faster still to just type in a pin rather than doing like the little head bobble move thing to get it to find uh, your face. Uh, Daily Isaac says, how is Mixer performing? Is it actually a viable competitor to Twitch and YouTube gaming? I don't really know. I haven't, I mean, obviously they built it all into uh, the new dashboard. So they're gonna be pushing it very heavily with Xbox. it doesn't seem like it's doing like crazy well, but at the same time, I don't think it's doing crazy bad. It had a little bit of momentum. I mean, it's always going to be at least tier two. It's never, I I would be very surprised if this thing ever blast past uh, Twitch. That would be a monumental feat. I don't see that happening. Um, YouTube gaming, I think is, it's probably closer to that realm, but YouTube has the advantage of being YouTube, right? It's a very popular platform, and some people are going to do that, so Microsoft has a lot of education to do to prove that Mixer is where you should be streaming. Uh, when I stream, I stream on Mixer just because it makes sense, right? In the Microsoft world, why not use their platforms to see if they're good or bad or indifferent? And I've never really had any issues. The biggest problem with I've had with Mixer is when Microsoft tries to use it for massive events like E3 and whatnot, and it usually craps out, uh, which is unfortunate. So... Um, I, I don't have any insight on whether or not it's growing or not. Microsoft is kind of keeping that close to the chest, but I think that has to be, um, mm, 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 mm. I think it, I think it has to be doing it somewhat better. I mean, it's being built into Xboxes. So if you're using this thing, it definitely makes sense to stream a mixer because you will get a better experience. Uh, BDSRF, B something, uh, surface sales are up even though Consumer Reports has basically told people not to buy them. That's impressive and deserves a mention. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they're up because of because people aren't listening to Consumer Reports. They're up because Microsoft released new hardware. That That's really it. Uh, Averroda says, Brad, news came out about Delta, GE, and now Walmart moving away from Windows and going to Apple devices, iPhone, and Mac. The stories I've read say this is due to zero mobile play from Microsoft has. Do you believe this is the reason... Uh, And should make Microsoft worried that no mobile platform affects enterprise customers as it does consumers. Does this news put pressure on Microsoft to get the core OS Andromeda device maybe to change them uh, mobile? So, okay. So he's basically saying, since because Microsoft has no mobile play, since this thing is not going to do, uh, these Lumias are not going to do whatever that microsoft is losing enterprise customers i think that is very a real scenario and i think microsoft is prepared for that i, I think they've known that that's gonna, that's the inevitable that it will kick upstream to where it hurts the most in those plays which is why microsoft is dumping so much money into azure uh, microsoft is going to make sure that azure is basically not i shouldn't say untouchable but i personally believe that azure one day will pass aws i, I do fundamentally believe that will happen at some point which is why they're dumping so much money in there. Same with Office 365. Uh, This is just an offshoot of them not being able to compete. And this happens every day, it seems like, on Twitter. People like Microsoft should have kept with it. You guys, Microsoft literally spent more than $10 billion on this stuff and got nowhere, got absolutely nowhere. Um, They were not competitive. They were never going to be competitive after spending that much money. And the reason they killed it is that they'll probably end up saving just as much money as potentially losing from these customers on not building out new devices or supporting the OS. It's unfortunate, but you can't go back in time. I'm sure if Microsoft spent, I I think they could have spent that $10 billion differently and had potentially better outcomes. But the end result is that, you know what, here we are. This is the time for today and um, unfortunately it doesn't really matter all you can do microsoft do right now is ride the wave what they're trying to do is to position like android saying hey that's the best microsoft experience run your apps there and don't go to apple or yeah don't go to apple but even on apple they still have really good apps and so you got to remember they make a lot of their money through dynamics and those other platforms which aren't going to go away uh jlv632 says with microsoft mobile feature 2 released to the wild and really nothing else coming of a platform could you think see microsoft could sell the w10 platform no they couldn't really sell because it's basically windows 10 um they would be selling partially to, to run windows 10 mobile you need the core of windows which microsoft is not going to sell um so i don't think that's going to happen Uh, Jules Wombat asks, says, does Brad have a cat? No, I don't. I had a dog, but he died, unfortunately, earlier this year. Uh, Mike Farniha says, the new Invoke looks awesome, which it does. I mean, this is good. This is, it it does look awesome. This, like, put it this way. If someone was, like, coming into your house as, like, an intruder, I would pick this thing up to club them over the head. It is, this thing is solid as a rock. There is, uh, (laughs) this thing, you could, you could hit a baseball with this. And I think it would honestly be fine. Definitely a golf ball for sure. Uh, it says the new Invoke looks awesome. Uh, but for me but for me to want to buy it, need to have more functionality. Specifically, do you know if Microsoft has in the roadmap for any of the following features? Awareness of other Cortana devices in the vicinity. They absolutely are aware of that. I don't know when that's coming, but I know that they are aware that that needs to be a thing. Uh, voice recognitions for multiple MSA accounts. Absolutely agree. Both Amazon and Google have that. Microsoft needs to get it, And to stream music from OneDrive. That one's an interesting one. It should be able to do that today, but I haven't actually tried that. Um, but I don't know how I would actually initiate it. I would I could ask it, but it typically I'm, I'm suspecting it doesn't work. Those are three very reasonable requests because the competitors have them. So heres here's the thing with Microsoft that makes me worried. This is what has me worried is that Microsoft now has this out. They need to be quick to iterate with it, right? They, they can't just sit here and let um, voice recognition for multiple MSA accounts just linger for two years. Like they can't do that. And it worries me based on their history that they will. Uh, also the awareness of other devices. Every other competitor does that. If Microsoft can't do that quickly, it's just one reason why somebody wouldn't buy it and they need to knock these things out again they they feature parity will not sell these things they need feature advancement over competitors this is the same problem with edge you can't say oh why aren't people using edge it's like well chrome is there and it's better um yeah it might be more resource intensive maybe not like google but until edge has 100 percent feature parity um, it can't get to that stage of being more advanced and so this is, the, this is going to be the conundrum with Invoke, and I'm watching very closely to see how quickly they are going to iterate on what is available because they can't, they can't sit back and take it slow. It didn't work in mobile, um, and so we know they have the ability to do it with twice a year updates, but it even, that even worries me that if we have to wait now six months for the next update, major update to our Cortana for this thing, that's too long. Where, where are, where's the Echo and Google Home going to be in six months? I, I bet it's going to be further down the road and Microsoft's always going to be chasing taillights. Uh, Pansilia says, according to Nadella, uh, mixed reality is the next wave of computing. Uh, looking at the headset, seems rather like Kinect. Uh, is mixed reality the next wave? Is there something more to the hype or is this whatever? Uh, da, 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 da. So, uh, yes and no is it the next wave of computing i think so is it going to come in the form of like these big bulky headsets absolutely not it it, that type of a product will not change computing or the next generation of stuff until basically it looks like a pair of sunglasses that's the next wave of computing now everybody's chasing it through different methods right apple has their ar kit google has their own versions and then they also have daydream microsoft has mixed reality everybody kind of knows that like super smart glasses that where the display has everything you need and it's it's interactive is the end goal is the current iteration of mixed reality the end goal of the next wave i don't think so like these are all stepping stones to getting to basically a sunglass version of hololens and so that is what i believe is the next wave of computing i don't think that's that, that's more than a 5 year outlook right that's probably 10 years i would it's always uh, i could watch this in 10 years but god brown you were so wrong uh fully admit but it's not right around the corner like everybody says it is this is a very advanced technology um battery life has to be seamless input has to be seamless can you imagine trying to like look at twitter or facebook or something on these glasses or whatever uh it, it needs to be again better than what is available today and so um Will we get there? I, I absolutely think we do. Is mixed reality the future? No, but I think it's a it's a stepping stone to getting there. Is my honest opinion about that? Uh, Spartan fan says, uh, uh, "At the point that invokes gets access to Alexa and all its skills, doesn't it become a pretty compelling option?" So it does. The problem with it is, um, that it's. It, so here's what we need to know and that we don't know. Accessing the skills, if I have to say, hey, Cortana, access Alexa skill, blah, that's really not good. That's very second-class citizen. If you can do it natively, like, you're, like, hey, Cortana, access um, whatever skill, you just say, hey, Cortana, and, and it just works. That's fine. So we're still kind of waiting to see about this. It's been a little quiet, if I'm honest. I thought they came out with this big announcement and, uh, yeah. It's been a little quiet. So I'm not really quite sure what's taking so long or where things are going is that uh, da, 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 da. interesting stuff. Really really interesting stuff. I love the questions because they always get me thinking and then I kind of think about t- people I need to talk to specifically on that on the Invoke stuff about the multi-room access. The re- the reason why um, this thing sounds really good. Like this is the ideal thing that you would want to buy like Three of, right? You'd put one in your kitchen, one in your living room, and maybe like one in a dining room or something like that. You got three of these bad boys because these things sound much better than the uh, echoes. Like, that would be a pretty compelling option. And alas, here we are. Here we are without it. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And also, because it's Harman Kardon, what I'd really like to see them do is I'd like to get three of these things in a subwoofer in a house. That would be good. Because the lows are are fine. They're adequate. I mean, you're not going to get, like, earth-shattering bass out of this type of a thing. But, uh, you know, you put one subwoofer in a house and a couple of these, and it would sound pretty darn good. It really would. It really would. Insignificant just says, hey, when is iTunes coming to the store? Why did that light just turn off? Why did those lights just turn off? <laughs> Uh, I don't know when iTunes is coming. Let's see if this works. Alexa, turn on the podcast. Okay. Oh, whoops, I said... Alexa, turn on the studio. Okay. I Yeah, I don't know why that stuff turned off. But um, you can see how well that works. Like, it's just nice. And so... Here we are. Here we are. I don't know when iTunes is coming. <laughs> they said by the end of the year, I believe, Eld... I believe they said, at build, they said by the end of the year. And so we're getting close. Um, I don't know what the big draw for people wanting iTunes. I don't have iTunes on this machine. I haven't had iTunes on any machines. And if I do, and then uh, I uninstall it actually as needed. I was just trying to think here. And so a bunch of good stuff this week, guys. Definitely keep your eyes open for that ARM stuff. Um, Walking Cat just tweeted a whole bunch of stuff that I was trying to read. But, um, you know, I'm hearing one of the th- things that tells me that this is not just a like a fad or a hobby thing inside is that Microsoft is doing some work with apps to make them more functional in this type of a device. And so, yeah, that, that's why I keep thinking that this is actually going to materialize. I don't know that for sure. I mean, you can look at the surface mini, right? That thing was killed uh, in the 12th hour. You can look at the Hobart device. That thing was killed in the 12th hour. So Microsoft will build this thing all the way up until they're ready to ship it and then they will make a go no go decision. And so, yep. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, guys. Um, You know what? We're going to wrap it up here. Uh, I got to do some editing on this new machine because of the bitrate issue. But actually, shout out for you guys calling that out because that means I fixed it. And so now life is hopefully better. And uh, as always, everybody, have yourselves a wonderful weekend. Next week should be interesting. I'm hoping we're going to hear a lot more about the Xbox One X. And uh, have yourselves a wonderful weekend. Catch you next time.